The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsibility responsible gaming resources. What up, world? Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blogontheboys.com. My name is Joe Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on the Ocho. It is Tuesday, July 14th, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and um, I hope you were not rooting for Manchester United on Monday because I was and my heart was shattered into a million pieces sports just they do that to us um it's it's been so good to have the EPL back and man that was uh that was a tough pill to swallow but we'll be back um and goodness we have um a, a list of things to get to today uh on this Tuesday episode of the Ocho it's uh my second day back uh you know behind the eight uh so to speak and uh you know we're down to single digit boxes in terms of things left to unpack and uh feeling pretty good about this and so um Again, appreciate all the kind words and comments from people uh, over the last few days. Moving is, you know, moving is what you make it, and um, I'll say this. I'm glad it's over. But, okay, let's start off. Uh, we'll get this out of the way. The Washington football franchise officially announced on Monday that they will be retiring their old nickname. Uh, so they are officially, this had been massively reported for a while now, uh, but it is official, official, official. The Washington football franchise will have a new name soon enough. Uh, and for what it's worth, their last game that they will have ever played under their old nickname was a 47-16 to loss the Dallas Cowboys so um yeah no big deal but um lots of thoughts again we talked about this on Monday's episode Red Tails Red Wolves um the Warriors I will be honest here their color scheme the burgundy in I don't know if it's burgundy and gold or burgundy and yellow however it kind of shakes out and I say that because my um I, I don't know if I've ever said this on the show. My high school colors were, and I'm being 100% serious here. I'm, I grew up in Brownsville, Texas. My high school colors were brown and gold. Why would any high school ever do that to children? I mean, you know, to, to young adults. Why? What, what? I mean, you learn how to drive and, you know, you've got to go 
to the school that's brown and gold. And more often than not, the reason I, I kind of brought that up is the gold ended up like mustard yellow. So, you know, like everybody, all, all my like family members and friends from other places, their, their shirts and stuff in high school were these cool colors and mine were either brown or mustard yellow. Um, so whatever. But um, it, it's, you know, there are some rumors that Washington will keep the color scheme. And to get back to that point, it's an awesome color scheme. I, I, I really love that color scheme for, uh, for uniforms for a team. And so um, I think they should. I mean, I think, you know, if, if you can keep that, I think that would be cool. There's lots of thought that they will go with a name that starts with the letter R so as to keep that alternative logo um, or to keep the uh, the HTTR slogan, you know, whatever you want to call it that they have. Um, it remains to be seen. I don't really have a, a preferred name for them. Um, I'm a little indifferent, I suppose, but um, I just from an aesthetic standpoint, keep the color scheme. That's really all I care about. But uh, that's that. By the way, on the subject of uniforms, uh, I was going to save this till last, but the segue just makes the most organic sense here. Um, recording this late Monday night, obviously, and I started to see some things flying around on the socials, on uh, on the Twitter sphere and the Instagram, um, but what do you want to call Instagram? Universe. <laughs> um uh, photos of Trevon Dix, Dallas Cowboys rookie cornerback. Looks like he did some sort of photo shoot. Um, this is the time of year where brands and teams and, and social teams and whatnot uh, in normal times are shooting, you know, like the videos. You know how when you go to a game you see a player that's that's doing like the get loud, you know, like throwing their arms up or the shh you know, and, and like shushing the crowd, they go film that, you know, so that they have all that and they, they prepare and they add all the graphics and whatnot. And this is that time of year. And so uh, obviously things are a little bit different, but it looked like Trevon Diggs based on social media was doing some sort of photo shoot. He was seen pictured in his full Dallas Cowboys uniform that number 31, um, you know, we went a little bit without seeing anybody wear it. And by a little bit, I mean, just an off season, obviously Byron Jones, now a member of the Miami Dolphins, but as sharp as Trevon Diggs looked, and on the subject of uniforms, uh, we did post a video of Bradley and I uh, working on his Cowboys team helmet. We have now seen videos from him, from Trevon Diggs, and from CeeDee Lamb, of course. Uh, you know, we've got those on uh, the Blog on the Boys Instagram page if you want to go check those out, blogging.v.boys on the gram. But uh, back to Trevon Diggs. Within this photo is a very important detail. If you are somehow unaware, the 2020 season is the 60th anniversary for or of, I should say, the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys were established in 1960. That was 60 years ago. So this is the 60th anniversary season. And maybe it didn't jump to mind right away for you, but typically NFL teams do some sort of thing to celebrate an achievement or a landmark like this. Uh, they, you know, sometimes have a logo on the field. Sometimes there's uh, a sponsored whatever. I mean, you know how corporate America works. Uh, but oftentimes, especially when it comes to anniversaries, teams wear patches on their jerseys. And we have seen the Cowboys wear patches um, a number of times over history. Obviously, um, you know, they, they wore uh, the fedora to honor Tom Landry. They wore a patch in the final game ever at Texas Stadium when they lost that December game against the Baltimore Ravens. And 10 years ago in 2010, the Dallas Cowboys wore a commemorative 50th anniversary patch. And so obviously it makes sense that they would wear a 60th anniversary patch. And in this photo, you can see Trevon Diggs's uniform has what looks to be uh, the 60th anniversary logo. We've 
you've seen DallasCowboys.com put that logo out on, on some different things and, and productions over the last few months. Uh, and so it looks like uh, that is going to be on the Cowboys players' jerseys this year. Now, at the time of this recording, I do not know if they will be available for sale. And by they, I mean either the jerseys independently, or sorry, the patch independently, or a jersey with the patch. Now, uh, for what it's worth, last year was the NFL 100 season and celebration and everything. Everybody remembers that. And at the bottom of every player's collar, you know, kind of where the the V meets, uh, like on a V-neck, was the NFL 100 logo. And if you bought a jersey, an NFL jersey, any player's jersey across the, the league last year, it had that NFL 100 logo so I would imagine that the Cowboys Pro Shop who always does such a fantastic job will sell these or will at the very least sell the patch if you want to put it on your own jersey maybe they won't do that I don't know when we know we'll let you know but um you know that uh, remains to be seen but the 60th anniversary patch is out and you know what else is out uh well it's not out yet but madden is going to be out soon i suppose and dak prescott uh an 84 overall some people were upset about this some people were legitimately bothered that uh that dak prescott was an 84 overall on madden uh madden 21 that is carson wentz by the way an 81 overall as well uh but i don't think dak prescott cares about his you know madden rating right now this is a very important week for dak prescott and the dallas cowboys obviously today now now is Tuesday, which means we are, depending on when you're listening to this, approximately 36 to 40 hours away from the deadline. The deadline being July 15th, the deadline being when the Dallas Cowboys have to complete a long-term contract with Dak Prescott, or otherwise he will have to play this season out on the franchise tag that he already signed. You know that. Uh, three major um, reports, notes, whatever you want to call them, on Monday. The first, uh, actually, the first came on Sunday, and we did talk about this. The Dallas Morning News' Calvin Watkins noted that the situation could change before July 15th, but a source said Sunday afternoon the Cowboys are not close to reaching a multi year contract with Dak Prescott. Okay. On Monday, NFL Network's Jane Slater dropped this tweet. The deadline for a long-term deal with Dak Prescott is Wednesday, and a source informed tells me there isn't a lot of optimism that one will be reached. It's Monday, so things can change, but that's where the situation sits currently. Remember, he did sign the tag, so he's here this season. Again, Jane noting that Dak Prescott signed the franchise tag tender, so he is under contract this season. Uh, it just remains to be seen if he uh, you know, will stay on that particular contract or if he will have a long-term contract. The other thing that I thought was notable, ESPN's Adam Schefter was on Get Up, obviously an ESPN program. Uh, he you know, went on for a little bit talking about the situation, obviously the foremost NFL insider in the game. Uh, and he kind of touched on the contractual side of things. Um, obviously, everything here is contractual, but um, th- th- this is the important part of what Adam Schefter said. He talked about, these are his exact words, if you're, you're the Dallas Cowboys. You need Dak Prescott to sign an extension to get his salary cap numbers down from the $31.4 million he scheduled to count this year under the salary cap. It would be roughly $22 million this year, $27 million next year, in what is going to be a flat or down year against the salary cap. If he doesn't sign a long-term extension by Wednesday, his salary cap number next year will be $38 million if he's franchise tagged again. If he's franchise tagged again, again, the cap is going to be flat or go down. That is going to be crippling to the Dallas Cowboys salary cap next year, which is why they really have to try to get this done by Wednesday, but it's going to be challenging to get done by then. Now, obviously, um, the COVID-19 pandemic that we are all dealing with and navigating through has impacted every facet of our lives and of our world. And 
it stands to reason, as Adam Schefter noted, that the NFL salary cap, because of the financial situation in our country and across the world, uh, the salary cap of the NFL would diminish, would, would, would lower, would shrink, however you want to term it, or stay the same. You know, previously the salary cap had been on the rise, and you could kind of, you know, you could kind of sort of, um, I don't want to say, you know, borrow credit, but you could almost, you know, say, okay, well, you know, let's let's sign this deal now because the salary cap is going to go up ten million dollars next year anyway. That had kind of been a legitimate line of thought and a fair line of thought, um, but that is obviously not the case, and so. You know, $38 million if Dak Prescott were to be franchise tag next year, which is a very big if, um, assuming, you know, we are dealing with a hypothetical where he doesn't have a long-term contract for this season. Um, you know, $38 million next season could be a lot more costly than $38 million, um, you know, would have been next season in different times is really the point. Um, the overall point is that Dak Prescott and the Cowboys obviously absolutely have to get something done sooner rather than later it works for everybody to get a deal done soon but um hey i mean business is business so we will see but we are all still on deck watch the uh, the last thing that we uh, are going to get into here um there was I, I don't know exactly how to you know describe this but there were some you know different discussions on uh on the internet uh, <laughs> concerning Randy Gregory. Now, a lot of people have asked several times. I know that Roy White has been tracking this uh, very strongly, very keenly on Broadcasting the Boys. New episode drops on Thursday with he and Ari Temkin, uh, by the way. But um, Alden Smith was reinstated by the NFL, and it has been forever, and we have not really heard anything about Randy Gregory. Now, uh, we wrote about this at bloggingtheboys.com. Clarence Hill from the Star-Telegram wrote about Randy Gregory and said the team has all but given up hope of defensive end Randy Gregory being reinstated from indefinite suspension. That obviously perked a lot of ears, got a lot of people's attention. People were wondering what that meant, etc. A friend of the show, Bobby Belt, tweeted, By now, everyone should know better than to put stock in anonymous Randy Gregory reports. We always find out after the fact that it was incomplete information. Everybody just breathed whoa what's going on etc i'm still not you know i I don't have any clarity then uh again uh from the fort worth star telegram clarence hill offered up two tweets uh the first one reads when i wrote earlier that the cowboys had all but given up on randy gregory's reinstatement i did not get that information from jerry or stephen jones got it from other sources stephen has reached out and said the cowboys still have hope nothing is guaranteed time will tell he quote tweeted his own tweet and added stephen jones has not given up hope for randy gregory and people close Gregory, excuse me, Gregory have hope. Um, so I don't really know what that means. Um, if, if people have given up hope, but it's not the Joneses, it's not people close to Randy Gregory, who is, who's, who's given up hope that's noteworthy here. Uh, but you know, I don't know that, um, that all kind of, um, is a big question, right? I mean, it is certainly a big question what's going on there. Uh, but you know, Right now, we have a lot of questions and not a lot of answers, and uh, we will have one answer at the very least by Wednesday afternoon, uh, and so uh, get ready for that. Get ready for a new episode of the 750 with myself and two-time Super Bowl champion Tony Casillas later on today. Make sure to subscribe to the Blog and the Voice podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts, Apple devices, Spotify, TuneIn Radio. We are everywhere. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at RJOchoa. My DMs are open if you want to chat. You can also email me rj.ochoa at sbnation.com. You can also do me a favor, have the absolute best Tuesday of all time. You know why? Because you...
deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.